Welcome back to the Go to Go podcast, man. Episode 11, week 10 of the NFL season, right around the corner. You already know this week. We're going to dive into our picks from last week, see how we did, predictions for this week. Um, another another segment of Hot or Not. And we got our. Uh, mid, like mid, yeah, mid season awards. Mid season awards. Should be interesting. I don't know. I think we got some similar takes, bro. I, I think we definitely probably got like three of them that are at least the same, but I know for sure there's a few we don't have for the same. We'll, we'll see. But we're just going to dive into how we did week nine of the NFL season. Start us off. Both went the same 10 and 3. Um, I'm sitting at 76 and 60 on the year. You're sitting at 86 and 50. Yeah, I got the locks. Fuck with me, mom. Still 10 games back, but none, none of the little adversity ever hurt us. <laughs> We're halfway through the season, bro. Like Exactly. It's pretty much set in stone at this point, Kyle. All right, bro. One bad week I had. You got the exact same. <laughs> that shit is not going to happen, dog. What was it? Oh, was it? I had like three wins. Oh yeah, <laughs> week six you have four, four, four picks. Yeah, four. That that is wild. So I mean, right now I mean let's start it off. You know, let's just dive right into the hotter knots, man. I got two for you this week. Hotter knot. Yeah. All right. You go you ahead. gonna go first? Hold on. Let me get my. Um. All right. I got four actually. Shit. All right. Go. You start off, though. Justin Fields is the future for the Chicago Bears. That's not a hot take at all. I think, especially after, um, what was that, when they lost that Thursday night game to the Commanders? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, I, the ball, the that, ball. that was the turning point of their season. It, that was on a Thursday night. They had a few more games off, a few more days off. In between till next Sunday, and I just think we've really seen that offense changed. They're leaning a lot more into Justin Fields' strength. They're letting him run. We saw what he did last week against the Dolphins. Set a single season, or not even a season, a single game record for most yeah. for most rushing yards in a game. Yeah, I th- no, that was I thought that was in the NFL no. for a quarterback. Nah, was it? I think it was yeah. just for the Bears, like. Record. Bro, I'm pretty sure it was like just like an overall record, dog. There's no way Lamar. Yeah, Vic. I, I think on 178 was the most for a quarterback in the game, dog. I'm pretty sure. Hold up. I see, cause I seen that shit when it happened. Yeah, 178 most rushing yards by a quarterback in the game. Vic had 173. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, the the way this offense is turned around, they're leaning a lot more into Justin Fields' strengths. They're, running, they're one of the best teams in the league at running the ball in general. When you have a dynamic playmaker like Justin Fields in the backfield, it only helps. The offensive line could be better, but it is doing a decent job holding up. And I think Chase Claypool was a great acquisition at the t- um the trade line the trade deadline. Just get him some more help out there. He's got Mooney. Komet finally scored this last week. He's decent tight end, but I definitely definitely think Justin Fields has shown enough this season to say that he's the future for the Chicago Bears. 
All right, th- this one I just threw in there. Baker Mayfield should be the starter for the remainder of the Panthers season. <laughs> bro, is, is there, like, an, another option besides, like, hot or not? Is there, like, I, just, I don't give a fuck, bro? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that's a hot take, bro. Fuck, give me P.J. Walker, bro. XFL legend, dog. Let him get. Let him finish the season out. Like Baker, like Sam Darnold, like you were just asking. Like, is he still injured? Like, I, I don't. Bro, who cares? Like, man, they're gonna draft a quarterback next year, anyways. Neither one of these, none of these three quarterbacks will be starting for the Panthers next year. So it doesn't matter. They can throw fucking Cam Newton out there, bro. Like it. It, it doesn't matter. Man, Superman Cam back at it. I like to see that. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. Go ahead. Give me your holly nods, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know it's gonna be some controversy. No, nah, no controversy. Hot or not, Dolphins are legit Super Bowl contenders. That's not a hot take. Um, best offense in the league, possibly. I mean, not gonna see him say they're definitely number one, but they're top five offense. Last week against the Bears, every time the Dolphins had the ball on offense. You kind of knew it was time for them to like go out and score a touchdown, and they basically did it every possession. You were hating on that Jeff Wilson acquisition the other week. No, I never hated on that. You were just saying, oh, it wasn't that much of an upgrade. Came in, caught a touchdown. Something Chase Edmonds might have dropped. For being honest, I mean, the defense just needed to tighten up a little bit. Bradley Chubb, obviously, first week there. Hopefully get Byron back. Yo, Fields was killing him, bro. He was just running around Bradley Chubb all game. He was running around the whole team. Like, they put Jerome Baker on him, and Jerome Baker just, like, he kind of dove at him. And I was like, I don't know, lack of heart. The playmaker. can't tackle him, but, uh, I mean, definitely Super Bowl contenders, bro. I mean, anything short right now with the way that team is playing is. All right. I I think I think they definitely in the mix right now. They just, like you said, their defense got to tighten up, but they could score with pretty much anyone. So the next one, hot or not, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football right now. It's not a hot take. I mean, I didn't see the end of the game last night, but I mean, I watched the whole first half and then some of the third. Mahomes, obviously, Mahomes. He really. The defense, they're just doing Kansas City defense, not like they're elite. Um, make some big plays some games. Some days they don't show up. But, I mean, you got Pat Mahomes on your offense, leading the charge, and Andy Reid is your head coach. Definitely number one team in the NFL. I already know who you're going to argue with. But you got defending Super Bowl champ. I mean, not this year, but you got a Super Bowl champ. Impact Mahomes, a guy like Andy Reid who's been in the league so long, Super Bowl winner as well. Um, Kelsey obviously still there. He getting a better connection with uh, Juju, MVS. He was talking about Cobb that early, other week or whatnot. But they seem like they're on the same page now. So they're mm-hmm. taking some strides. And I mean, I'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit later on. Don't sleep on the UF legend, man. With all KT, the Joker there too. <sighs> yeah, and Kadarius Tony's there now. I mean, that's another weapon. Definitely not sleeping <clears throat> on him, but new addition to the team. All right, and here's one I think you'll you'll like. Hot or not, 
The Bills' lack of a run game will prevent them from winning a Super Bowl. It's not a hot take. Um, I mean, come on, bro. You need to control the clock to win the game. Uh, I, I said this earlier in the year. It's their weakness. They can score, but they don't control the tempo. They don't control the command of the game. There's not much you can do when you get down in there in January when your defense is out there tired playing for 40 minutes a game when your offense is only having possessed the ball for 15. I mean, you're asking a defense to do a lot. They're an elite defense. So it only help if they could chew a couple more minutes off the clock. And they obviously went out and got Naheem Hines, got a touchdown this week. Um, but I, I think they should definitely get that ground game going. Five six one motor, your boy. Uh, Devin Singletary. Now you get Naheem Hines. And you still got James Cook. So you got three guys, and you drafted Cook, that are capable of not only running the ball, but catching the ball at the backfield. You got to find a way to get them involved. Yeah, but for some reason, they still just want Josh Allen to be their number one rusher. And then try to run over everybody. Yeah, and I, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. So the last one is pretty much kind of what you asked me earlier with yours, the Justin Fields one, but I'll go ahead and ask you to see what you think. Hot or not, Justin Fields can be a top five quarterback in this league. How far down the road are we talking? Just in his career at one point. Do you think he can be a top five quarterback? It's not, not a hot take. Um, I think he could be down the road. Uh, he's going to obviously have to evolve as a passer right now. He saw him with the legs looking better than when I got Claypool. Um, never really put in a position to succeed over there in Chicago. It's kind of, no one has, but yeah, go on. It's kind of just been hell for him over there. <laughs> and honestly, be hell. that he was, he was balling. I mean, he was the only and sole reason the Bears were in the game. I saw him make a good throw, and that was just like a 10-yard out route maybe in like second or third down, threw mm-hmm. towards the sideline, good throw. Can throw outside the numbers, has, has a bit of an arm. He definitely, he definitely could be a top five QB. If he, they get him in the right position, just right coaching, right schemes, and he, he could be there. All right, that's it. On the season awards. Yeah. You, you want to start it off? Or you want me to start it off? You could start off. All right. So starting off with MVP, I'm pretty. This one is pretty much. I think we both have Pat Mahomes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so far. Mid-season award, I got Pat Mahomes. Right now, Chiefs are top contender in the AFC right now. He leads the league in passing yards and touchdowns, fourth in QBR. And I, I think you were kind of, you were kind of high on this coming into the season. And I said there could be a way for Mahomes to win MVP, and he had to do exactly what he's doing. This Chiefs team, I don't think this is a, this team is as dominant as we've seen the Chiefs be, you know, in the past few years. But I think Patrick Mahomes is really, really stepping up and pretty much carrying this team. And he's playing at his still, you know, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league level. And as long as he's playing like this, I think he's always has a chance to win MVP. And right now, the midseason, I think Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player in the league. Yeah, I got, I got the same thing. 66.2 completion percentage. 2,600 yards, 21 TDs, 6 picks, 103.6 passer rating. Um, I saw a stat that Pat Mahomes, might as well just say now because 
for my offense play there, which is Tyree Kill. Um, <laughs> Me too. Mahomes and Hill, they're always trying to, you know, make the media is trying to make them throw shots and ask them questions that you really can't answer. Like when they ask Tyree Kill, how's Tua? He says he's the most accurate quarterback. And like, oh, he's taking shots at Mahomes. Like, how do you want him to answer? Just like not back up this quarterback he's playing with right now. And just like be like, nah, he sucks. Like, um, but Mahomes and Hill doing both fine without each other. Both of them are on pace to break single season records. Mahomes in passing yards, Hill in receiving yards. So I think, bro, they're two generational players. Like, they're obviously going to be fine. Yeah, and earlier I also heard a crazy stat. I think it was, I think Nick Wright said it. Um, no other quarterback in NFL history has a 40% win percentage when they're down by 10 or more points in the game. Guess what Patrick Mahomes is? Like 60? It's 60%, bro. When Patrick Mahomes is trailing by 10 points, he by 10 or more points, he wins the game 60% of the time, which is absolutely insane. Like, that's fucking crazy, dog. Yeah, that just, it just shows, you know, the talent that Patrick Mahomes is and the best quarterback in the league right now. So I got him as an MVP. Yeah, me too. I mean, we both... I did, I did DPOI next. Which you, or you want to do offense? Yeah, we might as well just go... Offense. All right. I already said it. Tyree Kill. Yeah. Thousand yard, eleven hundred yards right now. Um, three hundred yards more than Jake Jets, who's second. On pace to break Calvin Johnson's single season record. Obviously, another game in there, but I mean, game speaks for itself. He could break it without that extra game too. And so far during the season, I think right now Tyree Kill has a legitimate like argument for MVP like with this historic season like you said already at a thousand yards and I just think if you look at how Tua has played so far in the NFL and you compare that to what he's doing this year it's like night and day like coming into this season people were like literally like questioning if Tua is a starting level quarterback in the NFL but with the addition of Tyreek Hill and his like you said generational ability to just stretch defenses and just get open down the field along with Mike McDaniel's play calling they pretty much revived Tua's career and I think if you take Tyreek Hill off of that team you know you see last year without Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddle. Yeah, yeah, he had 100 catches, but they were all, they, it was like they were not for that many yards. The offense was kind of, you know, lackluster, but if you put Tyreek Hill on any offense, his ability to just stretch the field and, you know, that's a, one of the greatest abilities as a receiver is to get open downfield. But when you have someone like that, it just makes the team better because, you know, now Jalen Waddle is getting those better looks. Cedric Wilson, Mike Gusecki over the middle. It just creates so much space when teams have to account for somebody like Tyreek Hill running down the field. And I think he's a clear-cut offensive player of the year so far. I forget Cedric Wilson's on the team sometimes, bro. Um, they be throwing Sherfield. Sherfield, too. Yeah, Sherfield's been getting involved. Yeah, and the running backs coming out of the backfield, too. You know, you got playing against Tyreek Hill, you got to run that too high safety. So it's pretty much going to be a linebacker on, a, on the running backs. And, you know, you like those athletes down in Miami, pretty much over majority of the linebackers in the league. You don't really have to worry about, you know, a safety coming down to help on a running back unless there's a nickel. But if that's the case, then you just run the ball. But. Tyreek Hill has been a game changer and he's been a season changer for the Dolphins so far this year. Yeah. Um, I'm a rock DPOI because I know we got different players here. Rock Who you got? MG, man. Miles Garrett. 
I'm not mad at it. Um, last week against the Bengals, set an NFL record uh, 0.7 seconds, so 0.7 seconds pass rush, get off the line. Uh, don't know what the stat is. Sounds hella good. Uh, less than a second to get off the line. That's insane. Get at the quarterback. Um, seven and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. The highest graded edge rusher, edge rusher in the NFL, the 92.9 PFF grade. Um, just, bro, when I saw that sack against the Bengals, he went, it was a double team, went ahead, spin move inside, got off the tackle, sacked Burrow. I mean, there's not many people taking that double team. And obviously the, the other one was either a tight end or a running back helping. But coming off in the tackle, obviously Bengals not the best online either. No. But, I mean, bro, just the way he impacts the game for the rounds. And this is a guy that got into a car crash. Life almost ended. All right, bro. Now you might not share. Come on, dog. Like, no, it didn't, bro. Bro, but he left. He was straight, dog. (laughs) Bro, he's still dealing with the injuries right now, too. Bro, no, he did. Right. Bro, you saw the video afterwards, bro. He's sitting on the side of the road. He's chilling, talking to troll, bro. He's good, dog. I'm, bro. Anyway, <laughs> life threatening. Oh God, do you not just hear the stat you said? 0.7 seconds get off, but he was in a life threatening car accident, bro. Like, come on, right, dog. Come on, bro. All right. You know, like that. It could be life threatening. I'm not saying, like, bro, the man wasn't on life support, bro. All right, bro. Damn, life threatening means like he almost died, bro. bro. He said he should have took more time off because he's still hurt. And he's performing at this level. Okay. Now, you over here taking things a little too little. (laughs) You literally just said a life threatening, bro. He could be. All right. Miles Garrett, your defensive player of the year. I'm not mad at it. That's a great pick. He's a. Insane athlete. He's a freak. Yeah. But two weeks ago, almost died. That's that much better, right? Yeah, it's like Manti Teo story 2.0. Manti. Oh, man. Shout out Notre Dame. Got to... Yeah, shout out Teo, man. Um, all right. My defensive player of the year. This is... I didn't have this player come... Like, I wasn't even thinking of this player going into it, but looking at the stats and stuff, I got Matt Judon, man. I knew you were going to take him. Right now, yeah, he's leading the league in sacks, 11 and a half, 10 tackles for loss. Last week against the Colts, I think they sacked Sam Ellinger nine times, and he had three of them. He also, I think, is one of the league leaders, if not the league leader in QB pressures. And, you know, in this Bill Belichick system, especially with the way the Patriots are playing now, defense is going to be what carries them. And if Matt Judon continues to play at this pace and they win a few more big games because of their defense, uh, I think I can see a legitimate shot for Matt Judon to win it. But so far, he's been a, a very pivotal piece of that Patriots defense that we all know is very well coached, well-disciplined, and Matt Judon just playing pretty much the best football of his life right now. So I got I got Matt Judon as DPOY. I got offensive rookie of the year next. I know we got the same one. We can do it. Mr. Boy, Kenneth Walker. Yep. Uh, 111 rushes, 570 yards, seven touchdowns for Kenneth Walker up to this point. Um, Damian Pierce is close, but Kenneth Walker averaging over five yards a carry. Crazy. Obviously on a better team. Yeah. And teams, they don't have to stack the box. 
I mean, they can't stack the box against the Seahawks because no. Smith. Yeah. Davis Mills, you could go ahead and do that in the Texans. So better team, obviously you're gonna get better production, but shout out Kenneth Walker, obviously doing this thing. Yeah, I got Kenneth Walker too. Just pretty much adding on to what you were saying. Only started four games this year as well. Like you said, five hundred and seventy yards, seven touchdowns. I just think he's, you know, he's super, super hard to tackle. Like, I, I mentioned this, like, what, a few weeks ago? Was it last week? Like, whenever I just, like, check my phone or, like, looking at highlights, this is always Kenneth Walker, like, like going down the field for, like, 40 yards, like, breaking three tackles. Has a nose for the end zone. I think Chris Olave also has a, a legitimate argument for it. He's a super, super clean, polished route runner. But I just think in terms of impact so far, Kenneth Walker has been a beast. Yeah, Olave is definitely up there too. Um, defensive player of the year. Can he pick it getting any votes? Anyways, um, <laughs> there's still Steeler fans that believe in him, bro. They can believe in him. Offensive rookie of the year, believe in him. Oh no, man. If you're a Steelers fan out there, and you think we talked about that, didn't we? Like, if the Steelers get a top pick. Oh yeah, draft the QB. Was that was that was that? Did we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I think I was talking to I think like Nate and Ron about that shit too. <laughs> Steelers fans, you know. Sadly. Um. Well, if you're a Steelers fan out there, man, you think can you pick us the future, or that he could still be O P O Y man, O R O T O Y whatever it is, offensive rookie of the year. Fam, just gotta have the greatest fucking second half of the season ever, bro. Not even for rookie stuff. You <laughs> know what taking, bro. Um, defensive rookie of the year. TJ Watt, defensive play of the year. <laughs> what, you play one game? Bro, Steeler fan. No, I'm not even gonna get into it, nah, bro. Nah, Steeler fans just be. They're delusional, dog. Like, I just don't get it. Like, everything. They just believe, like, everything is just gonna go their way. Like I, I don't know. Defensive rookie of the year. I got, I got who I picked in the maybe in the beginning. Actually, no. No, we both picked Aiden Hutchinson. He is not it. Yeah, I was just. I think we got the same person. Yeah, because we were talking about D line production versus DB production. Yeah. Um, I got, sauce. I got sauce. Even though he should have been called for that penalty on Diamond Peoples Jones when they played the Browns. Some would say he should be called on that. Penalty for Chase. Um, who was it? Gabe Davis last week against the Bills too on the last oh, play. Last play. Yeah. No, I'm fucking with it's it. Man. Physical corner, man. Cincinnati all day. Listen, people want to complain. Oh, that's PF. That's PI. That's PI. And then when they don't call it, it's like, or they do call it. You know, it's like, oh, the league's soft. Like that's not PI. Like it's a physical game. He's a physical corner, man. Someone's always gonna complain, bro. Um, 44 tackles, 13 pass uh, deflections, two picks. I mean, rookie DB is solid. Yeah, like you said, thirteen passes defend, top of the league. Um, two picks. I think. Um, Tyreek Woolen. I've been shout out to him. I've been mentioning him past few episodes. I think he he's up there. Yeah, but I just think in terms of impact, Sauce Gardner has literally like been shutting like sides of the fields down. So. So this was this is an easy one, pretty much. Like this, this rookie class has kind of been underwhelming on the defensive side. South Gardner's running away with it. I agree. Um, comeback player. No, I was sitting. There. You might have the same one for this one too, bro. It'd be wild. Wild. Um, I was sitting there. I was thinking Saquon. 
CMC. I was like, uh, give me Travis Etienne, bro. Etienne, I'm not mad at it. That's I didn't, I didn't think you'd pick him, but yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I look at his numbers: 120 rushes, 680 yards, 5.7 yards of carry, four touchdowns. You have over five and a half yards per carry, coming off Achilles injury, right? I believe torn Achilles. I believe it was a torn Achilles. Now, yeah, definitely a foot. That Jags team has been shaky. Um, They've been competitive, but yeah, shaky. Yeah. Um. Now, if you go ahead and say you're a comeback player, now if it is who I think it is, bro, I don't know how people call it a comeback, but go ahead. Yeah, it's Geno Smith. All right. How, how is that a comeback? Listen, I don't make up the rules, but I know he is. He's All like right, before he, you dive into Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Is it not an injured player, bro? Like yeah, fam. He was on the bench, like just riding the rod, bro. This nigga's career literally just came back, bro. Like <laughs> I, mean, I agree, bro, but bro, I, I'm not gonna make the fucking rules for the I was awards, bro. Like Geno Smith, I'm like, bro. <laughs> Geno, you're balling, man. But come on, bro. Fam, I thought the same thing too, but I saw he was like eligible to get votes, so I, I picked Gino, man. Like, come on. Nah, nah, he not you picking him. I'm, make, I'm hanging off whoever made the rules. Fucking Goodell, like I don't know. <laughs> like, fuck the dictator Goodell, man. Um, gee, this one's pretty much self-explanatory, bro. Like, like I mentioned, bro, he's literally revived his career in Seattle. Seattle. Right now, he's top six in pretty much every single major cat- QB category first in completion percentage and third in qbr right now and you could honestly say he's carrying the seahawks on a team we thought would not be good at all he does have yeah that was a good one he has a lot of help around him you know he has tyler lockett dk metcalf two two very good receivers above average receivers the run game we got kenneth walker that's gonna help a lot of a lot of good rookies help coming in and contributing. I think this last draft they drafted two tackles and both of them are starting for him right now and they've been very good for the Seahawks as well. So, I mean, Geno Smith, this is this is kind of weird, bro. He just fell into a place where everything just happened to come together and right now he's making the most of his opportunity and playing top six quarterback football, man. Give me Geno. Yeah. Well, you talked about drafting two tackles for the Seahawks. Reminded me of something I saw today. Um, the Raiders have now cut their last four first-round draft picks, but... Raiders suck, bro. Even from it last... me Alex Leatherwood was one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they cut him a minute ago, didn't they? Yeah, but they just cut uh, Jonathan Abram. They cut Jonathan Abram, too? So it's Abram, Arnett... Leatherwood and Rugs, Rugs. So, yo, who they draft last year? I don't even know, bro. What's going on? Obviously, someone who's just not contributing. <laughs> Was uh, it? But so, I mean, that concludes our midseason awards. You didn't do coach. Coach, ah, oh, shit. You didn't do it. Um, yeah, you do you do it first. I mean, I pretty much got mine. Go ahead and say your coach. I mean, there should only be one coach of the year award, so you don't even have to do it. It's Nick Sirianni. Like, the Eagles are 8-0. And best team in football right now, especially after last week. Leading in what looks like to be the toughest division in football. 
Sirianni has proven he can coach his team to win multiple ways. You know, we've won with Jalen Hurts, you know, throwing for multiple touchdowns. We've won with, you know, running the ball and having a run game. We've won with defenses shutting out the Vikings, one of the best teams in the league right now. So Nick Sirianni showing he can get this team to play multiple different ways, showing that he's able to progress and help Jalen Hurts become one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Ain't you no undefeated best team in football right now. I mean, it, there's I don't understand, like I don't really know how you can say it's anyone but Nick Sirianni at this point at least. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's probably who I was gonna look yeah. at. Yeah, there's nothing for my research. I did this at lunch. <coughs> there's got you got it, bro. So I got you, fam. Nothing for you to look up, dog. <laughs> yeah, Nick Sirianni, I agree. Sami. So, my awards go MVP, Pat Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year, Tyreek Hill, Defensive, Miles Garrett, Offensive Rookie, Kenneth Walker, Defensive Rookie, Sauce Gardner, Comeback Player, Travis Etienne, Coach of the Year, Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I got um, MVP is Pat Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year, Tyreek, Defensive Player of the Year so far, Matt Judon, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Sauce Gardner, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kenneth Walker, Comeback Player, Geno Smith, and Coach of the Year, Nick Sirianni for the 8-0 undefeated Eagles. Anyway, I'm sorry. Mid-season awards, man. Let us know if y'all rocking with them, what you think should have been different. Always appreciate a little feedback, man. But Oh, the Raiders didn't have a first-round pick last year. Oh, for the, the Devontae Adams trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Packers had two. All right. Week 10 of the NFL season, man. Here we are, week 10. Obviously, Jonathan half Neaver. week point was last week, week 9, 18 games or 18 weeks. Excuse me. 17 games. Thursday night football. Man, Amazon Prime and the NFL. They love shitty football. Falcons, Panthers in Carolina. I mean, if you watch Panthers game, which you probably gouge your eyes out, you take the Falcons. And if the Panthers <laughs> win, shout out PJ Walker, if he's the quarterback. Yeah, it's going to take another DJ Moore Hail Mary for them to beat the Falcons again. But I think right now... Two weeks ago. That was, yeah. It was two weeks ago. But, yeah, Falcons on the road. Just the Panthers are just... Like I said earlier, bro, they're just waiting to get a new quarterback. They're looking forward to either CJ Stroud or Bryce Young right now. So I got the Falcons. Uh, I meant to ask you this a little bit earlier when you said the NFC East, best division of football. What about the AFC East? Yeah, they're competitive. They got they the AFC is right up there, but I, I mean right now I it think, really comes down to the two Easts. I yeah, I think they're definitely the most both best um divisions in football, but I, I would say the NFC East. Alright. I just want to know because the Jets were your team coming into the year. I told you the Jets was going to sleep on them. It would be better than the Patriots. Not even damn near better than the Dolphins and the Bills. Wouldn't take it that far, but. I mean, they just beat the Bills. And they beat the Dolphins, didn't they? Third string quarterback, bro. Win is a win. 
Anyways, man, first NFL game. Was it Munich, Germany? Don't don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know shit about you. Ge- all right, bro. I'm not listening to this, but shout out to all my Germans, bro. You walking a very thin line, fam. All right, bro. How, how, <laughs> just go on, dog. Just go on, fam. Bro, anyways, <laughs> you're weird for even bringing that up, bro. Come on. But Seahawks, Bucks, bro. Um, Bucks home game. I feel bad for whatever team's the home game in this because they just lose a home game for the regular season. But Seahawks Bucks, man, I almost want to pick TV 12, maybe. I'm done with all that, bro. I'm done. I'm, give me Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker. I pick against Geno, Seahawks, Seahawks win. So I'm not picking against Geno anymore. We got the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh- I'm rocking with the Seahawks as well. I think both of these teams right now are kind of in, like, you know, very opposite positions. The Bucks, you know what's going on with Tom Brady, although they just came off a win against the Rams, who are looking like one of the worst teams in football. There's this So far this season, it's been, like, a lot of, like, just dysfunction, a lot of noise around the team, some bad loss, some ugly losses on their resume. And the Seahawks have been, you know, just playing really good football. They've been one of the better teams in football, you know, just putting their head down, playing good football and winning a lot of games. So with that being said, right now, I just think the Seahawks are a better football team. Geno Smith is playing really, really good. Give me the Seahawks. Tom Brady just doesn't have enough around him right now. That last drive Brady Brady had against the Rams was top-tier Brady-esque. You look at the stats, bro. Brady is a top five in passing yards, I think. Yeah, I think he's second, actually. And it's just, it comes down to touchdowns. He is 10. And we're nine weeks through the season. Yeah. I'm, I have him on my fantasy team, obviously. He gives you 300 yards a game and one touchdown. <laughs> um, need, more, need a score. Yeah. Need to punch the ball in the head zone. Um, next game up. Not this one played in the United States. Detroit Lions. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Detroit Lions uh, traveled to Chicago, played the Bears. Um, Bears obviously Justin Fields coming off that hot game, best best rushing quarterback ever. Give me the Lions, man. They're coming off a big win. I mean, not really big, but any win for the Lions is a big win. <laughs> um, That's funny. But, I mean, they played the Packers, bro. You would have thought in the season if that happened, you'd be like, nah. But give me the Lions, man. And Dan Campbell, I got a message for him. Can you hit the ball off DeAndre Swift? Like, why is he not getting carries? You saving him for the postseason you're not making? Like, (laughs) give him the rock. That's very compelling speech for your... Lion supporters out there, but I'm going to rock with the Bears. Like we touched on earlier, man, Justin Fields is hot. He's playing the best football of his career so far. Um, The Bears, what they can do is run the ball. What the Lions cannot do is stop the run. So, at home, Bears coming off of... Although it was a tough loss, it was, you know, arguably their best game of the season. Maybe you want to put the Patriots win in New England over that, which I don't doubt. 
But right now, the Bears seem to be moving in the right direction. And I think, you know, Claypool got another week under his belt. That offense has some more time to start clicking and get together. I just don't think this Lions defense will be able to keep up with this Bears offense if Justin Fields continues to run and play the way he's been playing. Next game up, man. We'll be seeing this one with our own eyes. Will we? Hopefully. I think hopefully we do. I'll, With I'll the hurricane, yeah, I was I was thinking about that shit too. Um, but early Thursday, basically Wednesday night. Ho- hopefully, obviously coming right at us. I think it's supposed to stay a little north though, like like I, Palm I Beach saw, and up. Yeah, I saw it was supposed to hit us in Palm Beach. Yeah. Um, game obviously in Miami Gardens, but yeah, it should be good. I mean, hurricane's supposed to hit Thursday. It's supposed to be gone by like. Friday, band should be gone by Saturday. Clear skies Sunday. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, it's just supposed to be cat one right now. You hear it storming. How's the drive over, fam? Let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> Take a pause from football. The drive over was it was decent. It was decent. Yeah, as soon as you text, there was some. There was some rain. It's it's like bands, you know. It was like coming in waves, you know. So it was uh, it was alright. I made it, bro. I'm I'm alive. <laughs> They're talking about uh, work tomorrow, bro. We'll see on Thursday. So, um, you know, if I don't got work, I'm on COD Wednesday night. But, <laughs> well, yeah. that shit after this. <laughs> I know you are. Um, Browns Dolphins, man. You know, I'm, I'm torn, bro. I honestly just don't even want to make a pick. But I, I'm going to take the Finns, man, at home at the Hard Rock. Finns going to be jumping. Trying, you know, you got to go with the energy in the crowd, bro. Whoever wins, I'm walking away. Like I was telling you, happy and sad. So it doesn't matter. I just think when I'm going to be there, I'm going to be overanalyzing the game. Like, I'm just praying for good football at this point. Yeah. Um. Give me the Dolphins at home. Right now, they're just a better team. It kind of sucks, you know, Deshaun Watson had to do what he did because it would have been really, really cool if we could see him.